Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I am one fourth of your co-host Tiffany E. And on behalf of Alexis, Janae, and Nicole, welcome back to the show. So today's episode is extremely short because we had some family issues in our podcast, as well as you know some personal issues with two of our members. So we decided to take a break this week, but. I wanted to make sure we came back at least to let you guys know about the pay-per-view that's coming on tonight and to congratulate Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa on one hell of a match this past Wednesday. If you haven't seen the match with Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, it was an unsanctioned match match on AEW Dynamite, and I have to say that they did a wonderful job in that match, which goes to prove that the women are at the forefront of AEW. Although we will get into the details of how that impacted AEW in terms of maintaining people and looking at the numbers so that you can get a real accuracy of if this is a course of action that they should take, I still say that the women are the draw and they will always be the draw. And even though you have the Kenny Omegas and the Young Bucks and you have, you know, the MJFs and the Jerichos. And the Scorpio Skies. And then you've got the oldies but goldies with Sting and um, Big Show and Christian Cage. Even though you have all of that, you still have a diamond in the rough in your women's division. And I hope that AEW takes the time out to truly nurture it and to get people interested in it. With all that being said, it's time to go into this tonight's match card for Fastlane. And although I don't think the girls are going to have an opinion one way or another on this particular match card, I'm going to give you my thoughts on who I think will win at Fastlane this week. All right, guys, it's time to give you guys this Fastlane match card and just give you my predictions for the show. This show really wasn't of much interest to me and to some of my co-hosts, but in all fairness, because we do talk about all of the shows, I decided to give you guys just a quick little match prediction or a little bit of a card prediction for you since we couldn't do a full podcast episode this week, okay? So here we go. The card for match card is for match card. <laughs> the card, the match card for Fastlane is as follows. It starts at 7 p.m. streaming live on the WWE Network and on Peacock. I saw a lot of confusion with some people thinking that they weren't going to be able to watch it on the WWE Network anymore. That is not true. Fastlane is going to show on both networks, so you can watch the show on either one, whatever you're signed up for. If you already canceled WWE, you can definitely watch it on Peacock. Peacock has it for um, the $2.50 with commercials, or I think it's $9 without, so you can test it out that way, see how you like Peacock. Just know Peacock and the WWE Network have a different vein of how they present things, okay? So you may not be able to go, you know, to matches or whatever, but watching on Peacock may give you a little bit of an idea of how this is going to play out in the future for the WWE pay-per-view. So I'd say test it out on Peacock and see how it works for you. Anyways, we're going to get into this match card. We're going to start with the big stuff first and then trickle down to the, you know, less relevant matches, if that makes sense. So first things first, the biggest match of the night is going to be the Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns is the current champion, and he will be defending against Daniel Bryan. Now, this could go one of two ways in my mind, okay? You could have 
Roman retain as he should and leave it at that. But with Edge being the special enforcer, something weird is going to happen in this particular match, which is going to cause some events to roll out for the next couple of weeks before WrestleMania, which may, may make WrestleMania a multi-man match. As you guys have heard on the previous episode of the podcast, I suggested that they probably will turn this into a triple threat. And with the way that they've been going with this story by adding Daniel Bryan to the fire. It seems like that is where they're headed with WrestleMania this year. It probably will be Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan versus Edge for the WWE Universal Championship. But for now, I'm going to put my money on Roman Reigns for this Fastlane Championship match. I don't know why, but I just have a feeling if they do a major upset and give this title to Daniel Bryan, I would not be mad, but I would be like, finally, WWE is trying to do something different. It'd be different. It'd be weird. But I would really like to see how they would swing that and really make that work out in their favor. I think it would cause the Roman's character to go into a frenzy, which is something I would really want to see. (laughs) But I would be curious to see how that would work out. That'd be a fun little swerve for everybody to be involved in. But we're going to move on to the next match. So the Women's Tag Team Championship is up for grabs. It's Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. So we all have seen that these two tag teams have imploded over the last week. Friday, they had a match individually. And in each match, something happened with the other to cause the partner to blow up. Bianca and Sasha Banks had already had their blow up the prior week due to Reginald. This was a stint that started all the way back to what before after the Royal Rumble, I believe. They had a couple of stints where they were fighting for the championship and they lost due to Reginald's interference. And of course, Bianca is very upset and, you know, she's angry. And that lashing out was geared towards Sasha because he's involved because of her. He's obsessed with her. So it looks like he really likes her. So it looks like, and she has a tendency of stoking that fire. And Bianca is like, listen, he's interfering in our business. He may be your goon and you might like him, but I don't need him around to do nothing for me. This is not my business. Keep him out of our business. This in turn ended up being a major fight. The girls are finally on the vein to setting up a true rivalry heading into WrestleMania. But first they got to have a pit stop in Fastlane. Now, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler seem to be on the same page by adding Reginald to their side of the team and continuing to stoke the fire between Sasha Banks and Bianca to throw them off of their game and to keep them rolling with their momentum as the tag team champions. But as such in life, there are always risks to all of your rewards. And because Nia Jax decided she would continue to utilize Reginald, well, in this particular misstep in the match Friday, Shayna Baszler accidentally kicked her partner out, which cost her her match and made her very, very angry. To the point where Shayna Baszler had a match with Bianca later on that night, and she walked out on her partner, leaving her partner to be beaten down by Natalia and Tamina. This also happened on Bianca's side. When Bianca came out on Sasha's behalf earlier in the night, she did help her partner maintain her momentum and fight her way through to beat Nia Jax to retain her title. But 
Sasha didn't reciprocate or give the same feelings. She walked out on Bianca during her match as well against Shayna Baszler and left her to the wolves of Tamina and Natalia. Now, this all lends to what is going to happen at Fastlane. Now, I am a big optimist. I like to look on the brighter side of things. I want this to turn out to be something that you never would have expected to happen. These two women should be heading into WrestleMania at each other's throats. But if they gain the tag team championships, it would make it an easier transition to drop those titles back to Natalia and Tamita, which to me, I could deal with. But given the fact that they're, both of these teams are on the verge of breaking down, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I'm going to stick to my original pick, and I'm going to say that Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks are probably going to become the tag team champions. If I'm wrong, I'm okay with that, but that's something that I think probably will happen. If it does, then of course, I was right. If it doesn't, then cool. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler can drop them back to somebody else. Either way, those titles are coming off of them at some point. We're going to move on to the next match, which is probably the most emotionally fueled and high-driven match of the night. Intercontinental Championship, which is Big E, is the current champion, is going up against the new and improved Apollo Crews. Now, Apollo Crews has been on a tear as of lately, embracing his Nigerian roots and becoming the, the warrior that he's always been, per his own words. Apollo Crews has been a bit brutal towards Big E. Now, this whole feud started a while back when Apollo Crews challenged Big E for the Intercontinental Championship, and he lost fair and square. He ended up getting another opportunity to challenge Big E for the title. He lost again. And if I recall, he had a third title shot to which he lost. This sent Apollo Crews into a bit of a frenzy. He had a conversation with Paul Heyman, which ended up, you know, stoking his his inner demon, as did a conversation that he had with Roman Reigns. Evil has a tendency to spread that way. And now Apollo Crews had decided that he is going to embrace his roots of where he came from and become the Nigerian king that he's always been. He's embraced his dialect and even embraced the colors of his nation. So now Apollo Crews is vicious, he is vile, and he is cowardly all at the same time. Big E, on the other hand, hasn't changed much, but it takes a lot to piss him off. And in this case, Apollo Crews has done so much and attacked him so many times that there is nothing that Big E sees other than getting his hands on Apollo Crews. But Big E is focused, laser focused on Apollo Crews. And... This obviously could go one of two ways, but I don't see Apollo Crews not gaining this championship. Now, they very well could extend this feud out and have Apollo Crews gain it at WrestleMania, but the way that they've been booking Crews and how they've been pushing him forward, I don't see how he wouldn't win the championship. Anyway... So the next match that has a lot of emotion attached to it, if you are invested, is Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. This match is supposed to be a no-holds-barred match. Now, they say that this match could be changed to a last-man-standing match. 
and that this all could end up ending mixing up with Bobby Lashley as well. This could also turn into a triple threat at WrestleMania due to the fact that all three men have become intertwined with their storylines. Bobby Lashley is the current WWE champion. He basically pseudo stole the title from from Drew McIntyre. And Sheamus has been jealous of Drew McIntyre since he got to the Raw roster. With all that being said, who do I think is going to win between McIntyre and Sheamus? McIntyre is going to come out on top with this one. That this feud is also going to end up embroiled and entwined where Sheamus, Drew, and Bobby will all be wrestling for that WWE championship at WrestleMania. And I don't care who doesn't like it. I hope Drew McIntyre comes out on top. Remember that. <laughs> and of course, we have a couple more matches. Randy Orton will take on Alexa Bliss. Now, I honestly didn't see this happening, understand what was happening. I know that she's been tormenting him for months now. The Fiend has been gone since December's TLC, and we haven't seen him. It's been well over three months, and The Fiend has been using Bliss to torment and torture Randy Orton. Now, Randy, of course, is doing his best to thwart it, but it hasn't been working out in his favor lately. Now, Bliss has challenged Randy Orton to a match at Fastlane, which leads me to believe that we're to see some new and improved or more heinously evil version of The Fiend. Not quite sure how that's going to work out and it's found in WWE's favor, but I am getting curious to find out what they're going to do. It's interesting and I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays out. I hope that it's worth all the hype because if it isn't, you know, the girls here on this podcast are not going to give WWE any leniency. So I have no dog in that fight, and I don't think there actually will be a fight. So we're going to move on to the next match. We have Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. Now, this feud is the oddest feud on the card, and it really has no bearing or any substance to it at all. Shane McMahon hasn't alluded to hating Braun Strowman. Who do I pick to win this Intercontinental Championship match? As I said, with the way they've been building Apollo Crews, I can't right off see them not giving him the title. However, this could be just a clever ruse to give Big E the proper feud that he so desperately deserved. It also could be a way to take the title off of Big E and transition him into the main title scene. I don't see Daniel Bryan or Edge going after the Universal Championship once WrestleMania is over, and Roman is going to need a new protagonist to go up against. So maybe Apollo is going to be the Intercontinental Champion for a little while, and Big E has his eyes set on bigger and better things, which is great. I'm just disappointed that Big E didn't get a better title run with this Intercontinental Championship. I could very well be wrong, but I've seen the way that WWE works. It just seems like this is where it's going to go. It was more so that Braun Strowman got suspended by trying to take out Pierce. And after that, it was nothing for Strowman. Strowman was upset because he wasn't included in the Elimination Chamber match. But to WWE's credit, Braun Strowman was the Universal Champion, not a former WWE Champion. So in their eyes, he didn't qualify, which is fair. They didn't say, 
former champions. They said former WWE champions. And there is a difference. So, of course, Strowman felt left out on purpose due to the fact that he didn't have this particular championship on a technicality. Now, he did allude to the higher-ups and the powers that be, you know, holding him back, which is where I think this storyline is coming from. Shane McMahon is coming from a place, of course, of arrogance and affluence and just you're stupid and I'm always going to be smarter than you. But the, the, this, this feud was not well executed. It was silly. It was stupid. And it just had no substance. And it came to a head this Monday when Shane McMahon had a match with Ron Strowman and he was able to weasel his way out of that match. And then he humiliated Strowman by pouring green slime-like paint all over the man. It was gross. It looked gross. And it, it I, I was like, what are we watching, Nickelodeon? What is happening here? I didn't understand it. I still don't understand it. But I don't think this is the last of this match that you're going to see at Fastlane. This is headed to WrestleMania. It seems like Shane McMahon is going to be your new undertaker. He's going to be the guy who's going to always come back around Mania season and have one crazy match. This isn't a good view, so I have no dog in this fight either. I imagine Shane McMahon will probably win this match. But either way, it, it's a stupid view. I'm not going to lie about it. The United States Championship will be defended this tonight as well. You have Matt Riddle, who is the current U.S. champion, going up against Mustafa Ali. Now, I actually want Mustafa Ali to win. I think Mustafa is somebody who deserves this title over Matt Riddle. He damn sure should have gotten it. Although he is tethered to retribution, I don't see retribution hanging around much longer. And from what some things that we're going to talk about this week that some of my girls have found, shout out to Janae, that information is more solid than ever. So with all that being said, good luck to both men, but I want Mustafa Ali to be the U.S. champion, and I believe that he deserves it over Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle just isn't doing anything for me. He doesn't hit that, that well on the main roster. If you ask me, I think he very well will serve better going back to NXT. But that's just me. You know, whatever works for you. I'm going to stick to Mustafa Ali as my pick for the next United States champion. And then we're going to move into the final match on the card, which is Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, this match came about, I imagine, because of the situation between Cesaro. Now, Nakamura came to Cesaro's defense um, and Nakamura King Shazar Rollins in the face on SmackDown last Friday. Now, because of that, they added this match to the card. More than likely, this match will happen on the kickoff or in the early parts of the show, or it may be like a palate cleanser type of match, because I'm not really interested in Nakamura versus Rollins. Although it could be a great match, I'm not saying it won't be great. There's no buildup to this. There's no feud. The feud is generally between Cesaro and Rollins. But my money is on Rollins to win this match. He's just coming back. I don't see him taking an L to, Shin to Shinsuke, not just yet. And there's nothing really that aids Shinsuke in winning this match. So we're kind of stuck in this limbo of creating matches just to fill out the card. It's a little weird and unnecessary, but that is the match card 
for fast lane and those are my picks i'm gonna go over the picks one more time since i had to explain everything for you so we're gonna make it simple and quick in rollins versus nakamura my pick is rollins in riddle versus ali i'm going to pick ali for shane mcmahon and braun Strowman, i have no dog in that fight um but i think shane mcmahon more than likely will win that match orton and bliss i don't have a shot i don't have a pick for that um, McIntyre versus Sheamus, I'm going to pick McIntyre. For the IC Championship, Big E versus Apollo Crews, reluctantly, I'm going to pick Apollo Crews. And the Women's Tag Team Championship match, I'm going to go with Banks and Belair. And for the Universal Championship match, I'm going to say that Roman Reigns is going to retain. So as I said earlier in this show, the... Fastlane pay-per-view would take place at 7 p.m. Eastern, and it will stream on both the WWE Network, which will be the final pay-per-view for the network. Oh, it feels like the end of an era. And, of course, it will stream on Peacock. So if you guys are prepared and you're ready and you want to watch, then please do. I will see you guys next week in our podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on our Instagram and Twitter. At Down for the Count 19 is our Twitter. At D4TC underscore podcast is our Instagram. I am your girl, Tiffany E. And I had to give you a little bit of content this week. And although my counterparts could not make it, don't worry. Everybody will be back next week when we talk about Fastlane and all of the shows that happen throughout the week. So once again, as I said earlier, congratulations to Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa on one hell of a match And I hope that Fastlane is a great pay-per-view for us all.